0: In 1961, four years before U.S. ground troops would enter Vietnam, newly elected President John F. Kennedy authorized the secret recruitment of Hmong soldiers in Laos to fight against the spread of communism. Over the next two years, the CIA, without Congress's knowledge or approval, trained tens of thousands of young Hmong men to fight in special guerrilla units. Under the command of the legendary general Vang Pao, the Hmong fighters would aid the U.S. military in what would later become known as the Secret War. Tens of thousands of Hmong would die in the war. Many more Hmong soldiers and their families would die in the aftermath. This is the story of the secret war and the Hmong diaspora. Welcome to Shaking America. sources for this episode include the documentary Last Days in Vietnam, The Case of the Hmong Diaspora by Gary Lee, the documentary The Secret War, and the Minnesota Remembers Vietnam Initiative. In 1962, deep in the mountains of Laos, the CIA built secret bases to monitor and disrupt communist activities. They covertly approached General Vang Pao, a widely respected Hmong military leader. In exchange for supplies, training, and weapons for his soldiers, General Powell agreed to fight against the communists in Laos and Vietnam. The entire operation was done without Congress's approval and was hidden from the American public. As with the rest of the American intervention in Vietnam, the secret war was largely unsuccessful. While General Powell led multiple raids on Viet Cong supply lines and rescued hundreds of U.S. soldiers, the war effort took its toll on America's Hmong allies. Tens of thousands of Hmong fighters died in CIA-led assaults into Viet Cong territory. In 1968 alone, 18,000 Hmong were killed in combat. By 1969, 40,000 Hmong soldiers were secretly enlisted by the United States. It was at this time that Congress learned of the CIA's covert military operations with the Hmong, but the knowledge was still kept from the American people. Regardless, the fighting continued. Here's an excerpt from the PBS documentary, The Secret War, explaining the situation. There was such high casualties that eventually, you know, in the beginning, the army, the secret army was made up of young men. But by 1969, 70, you would have boys, 11, 12, 13-year-olds, who would be recruited to, you know, take up arms. And, you know, some of them are so young that they can barely carry an M16. But they were, they were the foot soldiers. From 1969 to 1975, the casualty rate of Hmong soldiers was was higher than the casualty rate of American soldiers. By the war's end, an estimated one-fourth of all Hmong men and boys died fighting the communists in Laos and Vietnam. I have asked for this radio and television time tonight for the purpose of announcing that we today have concluded an agreement to end the war and bring peace with honor in Vietnam and in Southeast Asia. That quote was from President Richard Nixon after signing the Paris Peace Accords to end the Vietnam War in 1973. However, it would take two more years for the U.S. to officially withdraw from Vietnam. When President Ford pulled the defeated U.S. Army out of Vietnam in 1975, only 1,000 of the quote, most important Hmong officers were evacuated out of the country. Despite over 50,000 Hmong soldiers giving their lives for the U.S. led cause, the American government effectively abandoned the Hmong people. They were now refugees in their own homeland. After the fall of Saigon, the Viet Cong began deliberately targeting the Hmong in a series of violent reprisals for their involvement with the U.S. They began raiding Hmong communities, massacring civilians indiscriminately. Even the Hmong who had not fought for the United States were attacked. Already a minority group, they were an easy target for ethnic hatred. Bombings and chemical attacks on Hmong villages became commonplace. As a result, many of the surviving Hmong, including General Pao, attempted the dangerous journey to Thailand on foot. Thailand, however, was also suspicious of the Hmong, and would force them to settle in refugee camps surrounded by barbed wire fences and armed guards. Following international pressure, the US would finally agree to offer asylum to the Hmong in December of 1975. American religious organizations sponsored most of the first Hmong refugees to arrive in the United States. Most of these refugees settled in St. Paul, Minnesota, which acted as a sanctuary city. Other notable Hmong refugee communities sprung up in California and Wisconsin. Despite effectively fighting for the U.S. in the Vietnam War, the Hmong refugees who settled in America are not recognized officially as U.S. veterans. Thank you for listening to this episode of Shaking America. I know this one was shorter than usual, but I will have a longer episode up next week covering Operation Frequent Wind in detail. Operation Frequent Wind was the final phase of the evacuation of Americans out of Saigon during the last days of the Vietnam War. See you next week.